Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk about some of the most popular sentences in the English language. In this English lesson, I'll take you through a typical average American workday and we'll talk about sentences that I think you could use all of the time in English and that you're definitely going to hear when you speak with native speakers. Let's get started with the lesson. Another day, another dollar. This is such an American phrase because it really equates time with money. So a lot of times when we wake up and we don't want to go to work, we just say another day, another dollar. This means like, I just have to go to work today. I have to get my work done so that I can get paid. And once it's over with, it's over with and I'll be home. So you might hear American English speakers use this phrase, another day, another dollar. Hi. Another day, another dollar. I've got to get to work. Now, when you say this sentence, it really blends together. I've got to get to work. I've got to get to work. So practice saying it while you're listening to this lesson. I've got to get to work. This just means that you're running out of time. It's time to go to work. So you might be eating breakfast and having a nice conversation and all of a sudden you say, oh, it's seven o'clock, I've gotta get to work. That means I need to leave now. A lot of times we use these expressions. We say, I'm running on time, I'm running early, or I'm running late. If you're on time, that means you're going to make it to your work or whatever your destination is at the exact time you need to be there. If you're running early, it means you have extra time. You will probably be at your destination or your work early. And if you're running late, this is the expression we use to say that we need to go fast because we are going to be late if we don't start moving. We're probably going to be past the expected time that we need to be there. Try not to run late because it is so stressful. When it's time to get lunch when you're at work, you might just say, let's go to lunch. That means let's take a break and maybe we're just eating lunch in our office location or we're going to get lunch, but it's just time for lunch. Let's go get lunch. Now, another verb that we use when we're talking about going to get food is we say, let's grab lunch together. You can use this for any meal, really. Let's grab a snack together. Let's grab breakfast together. This just means let's go get it together. It's just a very casual way to say, let's get some food. The next five sentences will help you talk about how busy you are during your day at work. If you want to say that you're having an easy day, 
you might say, today is light. My workload is light. That means there's not many things to do. This would be the opposite of having a heavy workload. Or you could say, today is a breeze. We call something a breeze when it's easy to do. So you could say, getting a job is a breeze for me because I'm very qualified. That means it's easy for you to get any job because you have lots of qualifications. Maybe you have a lot of work experience or you have a lot of education that people really like when you are applying for jobs. When you want to say that you are busy with something, you can say you are tied up with it. A common sentence you might use is, I'm tied up with calls this afternoon. Or you might say, I'm tied up all afternoon. This means you're busy. When we say tied up, imagine like someone can't move because their arms are tied, but really they're not tied. They just have a lot of people to talk to or a lot of things to do, so they can't give attention to anyone else. If you want to say that your boss is busy, you could say they are tied up today. That means they cannot talk to anyone else. Another way to say that we have lots of things to do is we say we are up to our neck. We can say, I am up to my neck in meetings today. This means I have so many meetings. Again, there's not room to do anything else for the day besides the scheduled meetings. If you want to say that you have been busy solving a lot of problems, you could use this sentence. You could say, I've put out a ton of fires today. It's like every problem in your work or your office is a fire and you are a firefighter and you have to pour water on them or solve the problem. So this is an idiom. To put out fires means to solve problems. Here are four phrases that would probably be pretty useful and common when you're talking about ending the workday. You can, of course, say, let's call it quits. This just means let's end the day. It's a really casual, common phrase. Let's call it quits. Or you can say, let's call it a day. That means that's the end of the day. We're going to call this the end of the day. But we just say, let's call it a day. And two really funny phrases that are also used quite frequently is you can say, thank God it's Friday, T-G-I-F. This just means I'm happy that the weekend is here. It's the last workday of the week. Or if it's Wednesday, sometimes American English speakers say, happy hump day. Now, we think about a hump as a camel's hump or hill. And when we make it past Wednesday in the week, that means the rest of the week, there's only two days before the weekend. So the middle of the week we call hump day. And this is kind of a joking, casual phrase we use with our friends in English. Hump day for Wednesday. Let's talk about leaving work and some sentences that you might hear or you might need to use in English when leaving work and going about the rest of your day. So when we talk about traffic that does not move in major cities in the United States, of course, the traffic is terrible, just like major cities all around the world. We say we are in bumper to bumper. You could say, I'm in bumper to bumper traffic. That means there's so many cars that it's like they're in a parking lot and their bumpers are touching on the road. Sometimes when there's construction, there's always construction. And we have to take a different way because either the traffic is so bad or a road is closed. We take a different way to get home or to get to our destination than we usually do. We call that a detour. I have to take a detour. 
Or sometimes in English, if we have an unexpected stop on the way to somewhere we're driving, we say, I took a detour on the way here and picked up some ice cream. Something that's unexpected that you stop and do. We can sometimes call a detour. But normally we use this sentence, I have to take a detour when we have to go around traffic or we have to go around construction work on a road. I'm running a few errands on my way home. The word errands means tasks, things that you have to go in your car or go out of your house to do. You have to go get some things or you have to drop some things off. Like for instance, my errands usually are picking up groceries, dropping off mail or packages at the post office, and maybe grabbing a coffee, things like this. Just very simple tasks that you drive around in your car and do is called running errands. And if you need to get food from the grocery store, a common sentence you might use is, I'm picking up a few groceries. To pick up is a phrasal verb that means to get. I'm picking up a few groceries is the most casual and common way we say we're going to get food from the grocery store. If your car is running out of gasoline, we say I'm stopping to get gas. Or you can say I'm stopping for gas. That means you're stopping for gasoline in your car. You can say I'm getting gas or I'm running on empty or sometimes Americans will even say I'm running on E. I need to get gas. E stands for empty. When you look at your fuel gauge you'll see the empty and in English we like to say E for empty. And sometimes me personally I'm always paranoid that I will run out of gas so I get gas when I already have like a half a tank of gas, I just like to have a full fuel tank. It makes me really happy and satisfied. I will say I'm topping off the gas. So this means the gas isn't empty. It's actually probably half full or even more full, but I'm just going to get a little more while we're stopped. If you top off a drink, that means the drink isn't empty, but you're just filling the cup with more to the top. You're filling the gas tank to the top when you're topping it off. I'm grabbing a bite on my way home. This can either mean you're grabbing it to bring it home or you're stopping at a restaurant to eat some dinner. If you say, I'm picking up dinner, usually you're telling someone at home, maybe your husband or your wife, whoever, you're going to bring an already made dinner home from a restaurant. You're getting takeout. Sometimes my husband is on his way home from work. He will call me and he will say, have you made dinner or do you want me to pick up dinner? And sometimes if I haven't had time to cook, maybe the day has just been very busy, I'll say, yes, please pick up dinner. That means please buy dinner from a restaurant and bring it home. And when you're deciding what is for dinner, you could say what's for dinner, of course. But you can also ask someone questions like, what about Chinese? Or how does Chinese sound? This means how does Chinese food sound? We can replace Chinese with how does Italian sound? How does Mexican sound? How does Ethiopian sound? Any type of food we like to say in the United States, how does it sound? That means do you like it? Does it sound good to you for dinner right now? If you have something that you really like and you want to eat for dinner, you can suggest it by saying, I could go for pizza or I could go for Italian 
or I could go for Mongolian, whatever type of food it is. If you say I could go for it, it means you would like to eat it. It sounds very appetizing to you. Let's talk about some activities you might do when you get home from work. You might say, I'm going to go for a run. Go for a run means you're going to go out running. Or you can say, I'm going to take a stroll. The phrase to take a stroll means to go for a nice leisurely walk just for enjoyment and exercise. If you want to watch a movie, you might say, let's turn on a movie. That means let's start a movie. And if you're like me, I've got to pick up the house before I go to bed. This means I need to clean everything and put everything back where it goes. I like when the dishes are done. I like when the laundry is done. I like when all the toys are put away. Things like that mean to pick up the house. When I need to do some laundry, I say, I'm going to run a load of laundry. This means I'm going to start by washing the clothes and then putting them in the dryer. To run a load of laundry means to clean your clothes and to dry them. And when you have dishes in the United States, we commonly have dishwashers in our kitchen and we say we're going to load the dishwasher. So that means we're going to take the dishes that we use for dinner or whatever meal and we're going to put them in the dishwasher. We say we're going to load the dishwasher. Another common chore is taking out the trash. I've got to take out the trash. One day a week, the trash truck comes to my house and picks up my trash can and then puts it back and drives away. So I have to take out the trash the night before. That means I have to put the trash can on the curb so that the trash truck can take the trash. When your jobs are finally done for the day, it's time to go to bed. You might say, I'm headed to bed. This just means you're going to go to your bedroom, you're going to start getting ready for bed, you're going to brush your teeth, and then you're going to go to sleep. You're just giving a warning, I'm headed to bed. You're tired. Or sometimes we use this idiom, we say, I'm going to hit the hay. This means I'm going to go to sleep. If you feel tired, you might say, I am tuckered out or I'm tired out. These both mean the same thing. They just mean very tired. What I always like to say is it's past my bedtime. Even though I'm an adult, I don't have parents that are telling me to go to bed. I like to kind of joke and say, well, it's past my bedtime. I'm very tired if I'm up late ever. One thing that I am definitely guilty of is scrolling social media before I go to sleep. So I might say, I'm going to scroll social media for a few minutes. That just means I'm going to look at all the social media apps on my phone. We call that scrolling. It means you're just looking to see what's going on on social media. And what I tell my kids every night is good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. But don't worry, I don't have bed bugs. This is just a really common way to say good night in a cute way in the United States. So if you hear an English speaker in the United States say, don't let the bed bugs bite. There's no bed bugs. Hopefully there's no bed bugs. It's just like a cute thing that we say to one another. Do you have any phrases like this in your first language? Let me know in the comments because I think this one is super funny. Which sentences were new in this English lesson to you? Let me know below in the comments and make sure to check out EnglishWithKayla.com to learn more natural English phrases with me. I have tons of lessons here on YouTube that you guys can watch to learn more phrases and I'll see you guys in the next video. Thanks for watching. Goodbye!